Welcome to episode 119 of Kapowcast. Oh, uh, nailed that one. Hell yeah. Better than the first one. Uh, <laughs> I am Mike. Joining me today is Jeff Jefferson. Hello. Of the many podcasts that you can find on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. Oh, I didn't realize this drink was going to be so long. When I opened it. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. All right. I've already committed. <laughs> <laughs> already pot committed. Yep. Um, no Tony today. Not sure where he is. We are sending our thoughts and prayers, and we will have a picture filter on Facebook pending. It'll be With a, a, a sleeveless ribbon. A sleeveless ribbon? <laughs> I'm picturing a ribbon, like, with a shirt on, but no sleeves. Yeah. Is a, that, that is accurate. Okay. Good, good talk. <laughs> Today, Tony had the idea. And <laughs> not here, but uh, he had the idea of... I was discussing a sort of a fan cast of a certain 90s animated show that we mentioned last week that, oddly enough, there was an article about it this week. I know. That's, that's so, so weird. Bitchin'. So we'll get to that in a moment. But first, we have some news. My <coughs> <laughs> voice is still hoarse. Yeah, I, should, oh. I shouldn't have eaten all that horseradish. Yeah. Uh I, th- I guess the big news here is Comcast has topped Disney's offer for Fox. Yeah. Isn't that um, um, like going through? Uh, Disney has, I think, four or five days to counter offer. Okay. And I mean, I would think they would put some kind of counter offer, uh, but I didn't realize this. Apparently, the offer Disney said was all in stock. Oh no, kidding! And this is Comcast is doing uh, sixty-five billion, all in cash. Oh yeah, won't there be uh, implications for that? Probably. I wish we had like a business major here. <laughs> That's. Um, I really hope that doesn't go through. I I am uh, Comcast, and I just want. I don't like this idea of that. Like, bring my Marvel boys home. You know, I, I know like people have their disdain for Disney owning everything. But I don't know. I just I have I a really that, uneasy feeling. I think with they're Comcast. L- less evil and monopolistic. Is that a word? The, Comcast. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Comcast just doesn't. Some just doesn't sit I've right with me. Never had good service with Comcast. Good. Neither have I. This show is not a sponsor <laughs> of Comcast. Yes. Uh, this co- news news comes as it was finally approved the AT and T Time Warner purchase. Yeah. Of eighty five point four billion. I think that one's in cash too. Yeah. That's massive it is and like right when that happened that gave comcast the the courage to go for it um yeah, the uh trump campaign or yeah the trump uh, administration tried to uh they did a legal challenge against yeah. at&t and the judge said ah it's fine what could go wrong <laughs> i don't know what that's going to mean for dc and their film yeah hopefully franchises. hopefully good things um and i just saw here yep uh disney has five days to uh Double it. Put together a counter offer. Damn, um, that's not a lot of time, is it? Not really. For... But <laughs> you look at like uh, Infinity Wars has made two billion worldwide, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, if, they, if anyone has the pockets to counter offer, it's Disney. All right. Yeah, it might not be at a good time considering Solo's like bombing, but <laughs> eh, I mean, I. They're batting like what eight hundred? Like eight out of every ten of their movies are 
and they have the Incredibles coming out this weekend. Yeah, and that's going to be ridiculous. I mean, Ant Man next it. month, and they they could they I'm I'm sure they can fork over the money. Oh yeah, I at mean, least I hope so. <laughs> we'll see. Fingers crossed. Uh, it was announced that Jeff Johns is stepping down as at his post at DC Films, and he's going to be taking on more of a writer producer role. Yeah. And he will be doing this with like Green Lantern Corps and they've announced that Green Lantern Corps will feature Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Well, he's definitely going back to what he knows then. Yes. Uh actually I can't think of a better person to have write a Green Lantern movie. But at the same time I'm like can you, if you can write a comic book does that mean you can write a movie? Um in some cases, I mean uh some uh, comic book writers are really good writers for television. I'm not sure about movies like uh, J. Michael Straczynski. He's famous for his comics and his uh, TV writing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm sure there are others that have written movies that have worked in comics. But you got me. I mean, I th- I don't think one necessarily equates the other, but it's e- possible. <laughs> yeah, some, some have proven that it's possible. I know everybody just keeps rallying for him to kind of become the, the Kevin Feige of DC's entertainment I wing. Mean, does he really have the chops for it? It's a good question. The question is, does he want to do it? Yeah, exa- apparently not. I mean, that's a lot of uh, responsibility. Yeah. And he would know. have to commit himself, I think, 110%. And I don't know if he's willing to give up his love of the actual doing the actual comics mm-hmm. to do that. I would hate to see the comics take a hit, especially since they're... Uh... The best thing going on in mainstream comics right now. I would concur with you on that, sir. Um, speaking of DC, uh, Wonder Woman. Apparently the sequel is being called Wonder Woman 1984. Huh, that's cool. It's a good year. Yeah. Year was, I was born. Yep. It was uh, four months after I was born. No, wait, um, three. No, two and two and a quarter. That's, and there's been already set pictures of Chris Pine on set. What? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> so take that with whatever you will. Huh, I guess weird. I was, I guess I should have a spoiler alert. Oh yeah. Well, they already know. Yeah. If you frequent the comic book movie, dirt sheets, superhero hype, comic book movie, all that stuff, you, well, you know, it'll be in the IMDb anyway. It'll be on IMDb. It'll be in probably the previews. So, and it's too late cause we already fucking said it. Can't take it back. <laughs> no gipsies, backsies. Uh, and they also released images from the Aquaman movie coming up. Yeah. I don't know if you saw those. Uh-uh. Because um, they have an Entertainment Weekly uh, coming out with Aquaman on the cover. It's all Aquaman. Hell yeah. Um, it doesn't look too bad. I mean. Are there any seahorses? Nope. Apparently they ride on sharks. That's kind of cool. I mean, I like sharks, but man, I'm riding a fucking seahorse, though. Here's an image of uh, Aquaman and Ocean Master, played by Patrick Wilson. Oh, it looks really cool. Very colorful. Hey, I've always said uh, the cinematography for these DC films has always been spot on. Yeah, that's not their, re- that's not their <laughs> that's not their failing. I can definitely say nope, that. Nope, nope, nope. So it's normally uh, writing, oftentimes character design. Yes. <laughs> Uh, acting in many cases. <laughs> <laughs> in some cases, yes, yes. You know, uh, 
directing, often directing. There's also an image uh, that we posted on our Facebook of Black Manta working on his helmet, which oh, looks pretty yeah. fucking... Which, once again, <laughs> adapting the costumes and such hasn't necessarily been the problem for DC. Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, everything looks good, but... Will it be good? I actually really like that helmet. It looks like a deep diving helmet. It does. I hope it's just not like a like a mock up. Yeah. Then it turns into something really stupid looking. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, he won't be in it for very long because it's a helmet where you can't move the head and he, you can't see his face. Yeah, he probably won't have it on a lot at all. <laughs> yeah, probably be like for the fight scene, and then it'll like the faceplate will come off, and he'll say some lines, and it'll. It'll be like that. I'll get knocked off pretty quick in the fight. You know how it is. Oh, you know, Spider-Man syndrome. Yep. Uh, what else was there? Uh, sorry. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was two trailers this week, which, uh, Tony did a reaction video to the Dumbo trailer, which mm-hmm. you can hop on over to our YouTube and check out. Um, but there was also a trailer for The Nun, the Conjuring uh, spinoff. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Does it? It looks really good. I still haven't seen any of the Conjuring It was very movies. creepy, very eerie. Um, I recommend them. I recommend it strongly. Well, Halloween's only a season away. <laughs> <laughs> it's never too early to get a start on your horror movies. Four months. I mean, it's four months away. Yeah. You really think about it. Yeah, that'll come. That'll go in a flash. Yeah, because I like we I was just recording. I was like, "Holy shit, we're already halfway through June!" Mm-hmm. Like, when did this happen? When we were busy working and uh, sleeping. It's true. It's true. God, you, you got a good, good, solid point. <laughs> e three was also this weekend. Yes, and you had mentioned that there wasn't a whole lot of happenings. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people were really happy with the Xboxes. Uh, what they have to offer. Um, I haven't really... I mean, I, I always use my friend's 360s. I've never owned an Xbox console. I fiend. Yeah, I know. I was a PlayStation guy and a Nintendo guy mainly. I thought you were going to say I was a PlayStation guy in a Nintendo world. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> There's a new Smash Brothers. That's what I'm most excited for. I used to really, really be... Into, I played in tournaments and all that goofy shit beat the shit out of those 12 year olds. I saw, yeah, there was that you'd mentioned there was a uh, kingdom hearts, mm-hmm. which I tried playing. And then like, I, uh, I remember I purchased it from GameStop and somehow they fucking talked me into picking up like the, uh, the, the gamer's guide. Remember? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know if they, they still do those anymore. They do for, I believe. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, it was, thick. <laughs> it was easily probably like 500 fucking square Enix games, man. Well, yeah. Squaresoft back then. And like, I remember I started playing and I was like, ah, oh, this is too intricate. I don't have the patience for this. Well, I mean, I played a lot like uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I hated the character designs for like the costume designs for the Disney characters mm-hmm. where they just final fantasy up all the like, yeah. goofy and I was like, this looks fucking weird. It was weird. It, and I just, I was like, I remember playing it and thinking like, I should like this. I feel like I'm supposed to like it, but I, I just <laughs> feel nothing for it. Like a, It's like being in a loveless marriage. Yeah. Don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I was hoping, I mean, E3, I mean, I, that's always like really low on my radar. I'm not, I'm not super into gaming. Like if they had announced like a new Batman game mm-hmm. or that rumored Superman open world game, Which would I would have been like all over it, but um, not much. I mean, unless it's like a, like a Grand Theft Auto or one of those, or uh, I'm a sucker for the, the 2K WWE games. Yeah, I'm I'm losing my. I'm not as good at those. I I miss playing the old SmackDown games. Those were back in my day. Those are the button mashers. Yep, I was good at button mashing. They kind of got rid of that, and it is. They're a lot harder now. Yeah, I feel like well, like they're like press this button at this specific moment. I I don't like games where they prompt you to like you know play a guessing game where you have to press like X B A or you know a reversal and yeah. like you never do it. Well, like, I, mean, I could, I could never do it I'm in those st- games. In my head, I'm still have the uh, Super Nintendo style where B and Y and X and A are reversed from the Xbox's version. Mm-hmm. So I can never like whenever it says press A, I always accidentally hit the other button. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so that's that's my reaction every time. Oh. I remember playing. I was playing one of the the 2K games, and I remember getting furious with it <laughs> because they started incorporating like a lot of like relive these moments, uh-huh. you know? So there was, it was uh John Cena versus the rock. I forget which, yeah. which, which if it was the first or second time, but like there's a, a point in the actual match where like it goes for a rock bottom reversals and oh, that fight or a uh, few, Oh, reversal oh, back into a rock bottom. Oh, reversal all oh, back. And like, <laughs> They prompt you to do that in the game, and it's so irritating and so frustrating. It's like five minutes of reversals. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's so, like, over the top. It's just like, uh It's as over the top as the match was. Yeah, pretty much. Um, the only other time I remember getting that mad was playing uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah. Where I was... You had to do, like, a lot of the Riddler courses mm-hmm. with, like, the the Batmobile. And I remember one time getting so mad, I threw my remote and I broke it. <laughs> Not one of my proudest moments. Rage quit. Oh my God. It was so bad. And I was like, you had this moment where you like, suddenly it hits you like, oh my God, I just got that mad. <laughs> at a game that I've paid a, a lot of money. To yeah. <laughs> and I broke my controller. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. Great moments in adulthood. That's why I don't play video games that much. Understandable. Like I'm not very good at them, uh, at all. Understandable. I'm, I'm only so so. Especially I'm, these newfound games. Oh, I know. Give me my Mario. I mean, I could play the shit out of Sonic too. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, I still play Super Mario World from time to time. I wish they'd re-release it on the uh, Switch. Give them time. It's true. I'm sure they will. Their online service is uh, gonna be coming out pretty soon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And it comes with multiplayer versions of a bunch of classic games, so we'll see. Mario three is Mario three on there? Not yet. They're pretty. Uh, they're holding back on their NES, and so I think it's because they want to boost sales of like the SNES and NES Classic. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, fuckers. Where you can like buy the thing and it has all the games like mm-hmm. preloaded on them. The SNES Classic is bitching. It plays just like a. And the controller feels exactly the same. The games to my eyes are exactly the same. It doesn't have a lot of... Well, and I know too, like, I forget what company it was. A few years ago, I put out that, like, I don't think it was necessarily Sega, but they put out that, like, Sega-looking 
mm-hmm. console that had like all the games preloaded on it. Yeah. And like had Sonic on the cover and like had all the Sonic games on there. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I want that. Mm-hmm. And then I read reviews for it. and The reviews were awful. Yeah. The sounds all messed up. I, uh, I got it for like 30 bucks. Oh really? Sale. Yeah. The sound chip sounds really different. It's hard to emulate, uh, Genesis's or mega drive. If you live outside of the United States, mm-hmm. uh, sound card. So it sounds really weird and warbled. I really? know there's some sort of way to fix it involving a quick soldering, but I'm like, man, <laughs> that's yeah. And then, uh, the controllers, you can plug in standard, uh, Genesis controllers. It has controller ports for that. So that's pretty fucking cool. And it has a cartridge slot so you can play Genesis games, which is also really cool. But, uh, yeah, the controllers they give you are really crappy and mushy and they're, I just imagine they feel like, uh, like, liquid pouches now like you're just yeah <laughs> it's it's bad and they're wireless but they're fucking rf so you have to have it pointed at the screen like a remote control that's really shitty interesting and, and also <laughs> it, it, it says like 90 games or something like that but only like 30 or so are actual genesis games and the rest are like mahjong and like flappy bird clones and like really crappy yeah yeah parts and, like the yeah. only reason i wanted it was to play the sonic games like yeah i was which they had and especially Sonic 2. Like, I was really good at Sonic 2. Mm-hmm. Not bragging or anything. <laughs> but uh, our buddy Eric, he was way... Like, I remember he... Uh, we were playing one time and he got all the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah. And he became Super Saiyan Sonic. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit. I'm like, that's like the only way... Like, not the only way, but that's like one of the easiest ways to actually beat the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Such good memories. I was I was a Super Nintendo guy, so like... Uh, yeah, fleeting. we... The, Real quick, not to spend too much time on games, but the, the run through the <laughs> systems I had growing up, we had uh, the original Nintendo, uh, Turbo Graphics. Wow, that's mo- cool. Yeah. Did you have Bonk? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, we had, and then we had Sega. And then my brother bought, like, placed the first PlayStation. And then after that, like, I started buying my own systems. I bought PS2 and, and uh, Xbox. Hell yeah. 360 and Xbox One and all that jazz. Anywho, video games. Yay. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Jeff. Hey. <laughs> There's an article posted on our page this week Uh-oh. that Jordan Peele at one time or another was interested that went to Disney apparently and proposed an idea for a Gargoyles movie and what? Disney like passed on it. Fuckers. And then apparently... uh a uh, gentleman said that uh, Disney is now once again considering it and considering his pitch, but the only problem is that Jordan Peele may be too busy now because doing, of doing what? <laughs> Did you ever see Get Out? No, I heard it was good. It was really good. It was. Uh, it kept me guessing. Yeah, and I won't spoil anything because I don't want to spoil it because it's it's really good. But I recommend checking it out if you have not already. <laughs> um. But the, my first reaction to that was like, huh, that's a random person that yeah. would want, wants to do that. Yeah, that's weird. Do you think he'd be able to uh, pull it off? Um, the, well, and here's the thing. It tells me that he clearly watched that show mm-hmm. if he wants to do that because... Why would you pick that? If you yeah, like <laughs> it's like... The, he, he threw the, a dart at a dartboard yeah. with a bunch of Disney properties on it. Gargoyles is such a... Uh, I don't want to say 
underground. Yeah, it's it has a cult following. It's it's more of a cult show. Yeah. Um, and for somebody like that to pull that out of the out of thin air, mm-hmm. uh, definitely tells me like, okay, he's probably a fan. Yeah. And like that's all you want. Like that's all I want is like a fan. Like yeah. if someone will treat the property with respect and yeah, ideas that are faithful to the original. And I have honestly, like I, we had said last week, which is just so bizarre yeah, that really this is. article came out. Um, this is like the one property, like I'd really want to see them take a stab at. Oh, hell yeah. I think it's like, super cool. Oh, uh, you think of all the stuff like people kind of have burnt out on transformers. Yes. Um, people have went kicking and screaming over the Ninja Turtles stuff. And yeah. Although I did like the second one. Yeah. Um, this is like the one nineties property that I think a lot of people are like, yes, like fucking yeah. do it. Yeah, like really never, right now. Never thought I'd see the day, you know? Um, but then that just got me like thinking like all kinds of weird stuff. Like I actually, uh, cause me and Steph, we went out and we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, do you have that? Do you have the show? Like we can watch it. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that they, they do. They do. They have all yep. of it. Um, well, and because cartoons are kind of weird with how they run their seasons, mm-hmm. like it'll be like season one is 84 episodes <laughs> <Yeah>. long. <laughs> um, but to my knowledge, they have, uh, cause I went on Best Buy's website mm-hmm. and they had season one. Uh, then they had season two, volume one and season two, volume two. Okay. And I've seen people listed as like, that's the complete series. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I want to check that out. Like, no oh, shit. I a hundred percent want to, they're only like 10 bucks. Oh, hell yeah. DVDs. Yeah. I mean, so, I don't mind watching it in DVD, even if it is the inferior format. It is. <laughs> um, I hope it's not the censored Disney channel version because, uh, they censored some of the violence when it was released on the Disney channel. Did like, they? Yeah. There was an, a one episode where, uh, Oberon, uh, he's the he's the fairy king, and uh, <laughs> his character, you know, he's weak to uh, iron. Mm-hmm. And there was a one uh, part in the episode where he got shot right in the fucking chest with a harpoon gun with an iron <laughs> harpoon, and it just went <laughs> right into his chest. So yeah, that totally got completely like they did. They showed him fi- it being fired, him holding it afterwards after he'd yanked it out of his chest. Like yeah, I was like. Wow, that was totally censored. Wow. And I when I remember too the episode um there was the episode where I think it was Broadway mm-hmm. was playing with Elisa's yes, gun. The, ed- it, the the educational episode. Yep, yeah. and it accidentally went off and she shot her. She was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm really in trouble now. <laughs> God, it's gonna have my ass. <laughs> Oh man. And then she she fucking lied about it too. What were you supposed to say? A fucking gargoyle shot me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my gargoyle my, shot me in my apartment. My idiot gargoyle friend was fucking around with my sidearm and <laughs> Um Which it was a good episode. It taught gun safety. I it mean did. if you're a kid and you, and you see know a what? gun, don't fucking play with it. That uh that show at that time, aside from Batman the animated series, was the only other show to Incorporate real guns. Mm-hmm. The rest were all fucking lasers yep. and blasters. Laser blasters and Spider-Man only had one special episode where uh there was an actual firearm and uh also Robbie's son was like yeah, the game. yeah. Something stupid. 
my old service gun before everything was replaced with goofy, futuristic-looking Nerf guns. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I, and then uh, like Steph had asked me, she was like, "Oh, she's like, does that when we were talking about the season?" She's like, "Does that include the movie?" And I was like, "The movie was like the first like mm-hmm. four episodes, I think." That was the pilot, yeah. And uh, and it was good too. Oh my gosh, I remember. That was one of the few shows that had a really good pilot. I remember renting that from Blockbuster. Hell yeah. I remember renting that and watching the shit out of it because it was <laughs> so good. It was just so, oh, so well made. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, half of it is spent in uh, medieval, medieval Scotland. Yeah. yeah. That jinx. And the rest of it is spent on top of a skyscraper with a castle on top of it. Well, yeah, because, eh, yeah, that's right, because the, the spell. Yeah, the, they they would come back to life when the castle rose above the clouds. And then Xanatos is like, oh, 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 I'm fucking rich. Let's try it. <laughs> Just put it on top <laughs> yeah. of a skyscraper. I mean, That's the easiest way, really. Yeah, they'd like lift it piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And it works. That's a cool idea. I wish someone else would build a castle <laughs> on top of a skyscraper. <laughs> that would be the best. Uh, um, And I just, I remember though, like just loving that show. And I don't remember very many people also enjoying the show yeah. as much as I did. Like, like I said, it wasn't that it was, it wasn't a bad show. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Probably. It did get a little weird towards the end. Yeah. Like, do you remember they did the, uh, the Goliath Chronicles? Yeah. That was after it switched to ABC. Yeah. And that was when like, uh, what was it? Goliath Bronx, Elisa and his daughter. I forget her. I think it was Angela. Yes were on a boat and they were just like yeah and it was an episode every format. episode what they were like arrived and i remember the one where they arrived and and it was the future yeah that was the best one of the best oh, episodes that was like, so totally good. days of the future past it was, it was everybody excellent. fucking dies yeah that was excellent loved it you'd mentioned too like the gargoyles that did it had a very episodic feel to it like mm-hmm. they would go back and reference something from like 10 episodes ago mm-hmm. like nothing was ever just done to be done. Like a lot of stuff was done deliberately and seed planting for future episodes. Oh yeah. You would think that something would be a one-off or that they were done with this character or this group of characters or this story arc. And then this one character from the random character who was like, you'd think be the least interesting would show up and have an entire episode based around him. And it'd be really good. Well, yeah. Cause there was a uh, Xanatos's uh, assistant. Yes. Who turned out being Puck the entire yep. time. <laughs> Puck the trickster. And it just like was like, what the fuck? I know. The whole series is spent with that. And then there was... Uh, it went into... I like, too, when it went into the parts where it talked about, like, Demona and Macbeth and how they mm-hmm. were connected. And, like, if one died, the other died. And, oh, it was just so good. I know. And they hated each other, too. They, they did. They spent the entire series trying to kill each other. Oh, my gosh. It was... This was, it was so good. It like, was, they had a lot of really ambitious and interesting writing that definitely tied well with comics. It did. And this was, the thing is, uh, it was also Disney's first serious animated mm-hmm. show. And they nailed it. They, they did. They like, totally nailed it. They had all, they, you know, they had cyborg gargoyles and wizards. Coldstone. Coldstone was bitching. He had Worf's voice. There was uh, a lot of Star Trek. Yeah. Um, Xanatos was, uh, Guy who played Commander Riker, Jonathan yep. Frakes. The, uh, Demona. Yep, Demona was also in Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, Did Data 
Yeah, he was uh, Puck and uh, Owen. That was yeah, that's his name, Owen. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, Titania was played by. Can't remember her name now, but she she played Captain Jane White in Star Trek Voyager, mm-hmm. and she was also she's also in Orange Is the New Black. Did uh, Patrick Stewart didn't do any voices for? Not her, did to he? my knowledge. <sighs> Unfortunate. They did have a uh, Sean Connery impersonator play Macbeth. It wasn't. <laughs> it did. did. <laughs> Like if they if if they made a gargoyles movie way back when, like yeah, he if you were gonna been, cast Macbeth, you'd just get Sean Connery yeah, to it fucking been do perfect. it. Um, and I remember uh, I I was probably one of the few people I actually had the toys too. Did you? I did. I had. Oh, I never found them. I had all the uh, all the actual gargoyles. Hell yeah! Uh, I had them. I had Demona. I had. Coldstone, I had. Coldstone was sweet. Uh, I had Xanatos, where he had like the clip-on gargoyle armor. Sweet. It was actually really well done. It was really sweet. I liked it. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, there's Thalog. Thalog was probably my favorite character. Oh, I forgot about Thalog. Yeah. It's never a complete comic book style show until you have an evil version of the main protagonist. He was like a evil clone, wasn't yep. he? Yep, he was a clone that had. Uh, Xanatos' psychological profile mixed with Goliath's uh, well, body. And he was an evil bastard. Yep, he was an evil bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was, was like great. more so evil. Yeah. He kept on outsmarting everyone. And because the in the show too, it, it there was a lot of like shifting allegiances. Mm-hmm. Like um, Xanatos would be out to kill the gargoyles and then a bigger threat would show up and they'd band together and then they'd get angry at each other. Again. And then, well, like it, cause it was kind of cool. Cause like it had such like consistencies in the story. And then there was when uh, Xanatos got with Fox mm-hmm. and they ended up having a baby and then like made him less evil, made him less evil. <laughs> and he had the gargoyles, like he let them live in the castle again. Yeah, and after constantly trying to murder. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Lexington, I remember having a real good bond with the baby and like, uh-huh. Oh my gosh. It was just like, you don't. That would might have been one of the last serious cartoons for kids. Yeah, if you really think about it. Yeah, because that shows ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, and and at that point, I think Spider Man and X Men were already going. Mm-hmm. Batman was already going. You had Justice League after that, but it was. I mean, oh, I know, just so good. And if they do a movie, oh my god. I don't even know how they could pull it off. I mean, they could. We have the technology now. We have the technology. We have the way. <laughs> yep. We have the method. I just keep Michael Bay as far fucking away from it <laughs> as humanly Please. possible. Like, and, and the dude who did G.I. Joe. Yeah, like, that's the last thing I need is, like, uh, Michael Bay sitting there thinking, oh, well, this is good, but could use another explosion. I think I think I want some explosions. Have the gargoyle have big floppy balls. <laughs> Just like hanging out of their loin cloths. <laughs> like, boop, 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 boop. Get it? Ugh. It's a ball sack. Yeah. And then it'd just be littered in like innuendos yeah, and, and like, yeah. oh, it would be bad. Very bad. So bad. My childhood. Um did uh I can't remember if Jordan Peele actually I, I know he wrote Get Out. I don't know if he directed it. I think he did, didn't he? Probably. I would say yes. Well, that works for me. Um, <laughs> you need no more convincing. Uh, he'd say it. Um, 
I mean, if he wanted to write it, I mean, I don't see any reason why he, he couldn't uh, direct it. He did direct it. See, I mean, he didn't even need to say anything. I didn't. I didn't. I trusted you. <laughs> I didn't even need to look it up. Nope. So if he could, if if he could direct it, that would be, that would be awesome. Yeah, I would like him to direct it. And I know Tony had mentioned like, oh, who would you have cast in it? And I'm oh, like, geez. oh my gosh, that's, that's I hate I hate doing fan castings. I mean, the actor that did the voice for Goliath is still out there. Yeah, uh, Keith David. Yeah, he's, still, he's a really good actor. He still does a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's pretty old, but. He's uh, I mean, it, he'd mostly be in CG anyways. So if you could get Peter that. Cullen to do Optimus Prime for the movies, yeah, oh, that's true. That's all I'm, all I'm saying. I was thinking that uh, Idris Elba would be an excellent Goliath. I, you know, I thought that, and then I was like, I feel like he, whenever you want somebody, like with the, for a role like that, like Idris Elba is like the immediate go to like mm-hmm. person just because he has that like booming theatrical voice theatrical voice um like i completely forgot like he was like the main villain in uh third star trek movie and the jungle book yeah i never saw the third star trek movie um so yeah they they seem to want to throw him a lot in there but i mean it wouldn't be bad Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be opposed to it um maybe the rock No, <laughs> I can't picture it. I'm trying. What I'm trying to picture is who would play Xanatos. Uh, well, I was just thinking that too, but I was just trying to think like, how would you make them look like? I know that'd be difficult. Uh, because would he keep the mullet? He did have a really sweet mullet. <laughs> he did. It was a total like flat top mullet. It was. Like, I was like, is that supposed to be a mullet or is it like slicked back at a weird angle? But I'm pretty sure it was just a straight up mullet. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think it just grew that way. I think there's, there's probably, there's a lot of actors, I think, that would have recognizable voices that you could get for this to make people pay attention. Yeah. Um, so you're thinking go with mocap actors and, uh, Voice actors? Yeah. Andy Serkis. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Just throw him in somewhere. Yeah, guy, I don't know where. Guy who played Darth Maul, throw him in there. Ray Park, yeah. Yeah, the guy, the guy who played uh, Abraham Sapien and uh, Silver Surfer, throw him in there. Oh, yeah, and the, he was like the Shape of Water. Yeah. He did that stuff, too. He's an old school mocap actor. Yeah. They put him in a ton of stuff. For sure. Um... Xanatos, that would be a tough one. I can't think of anyone. I feel like almost they would have to go a lot of routes of like, not necessarily unknown, but you know those actors yeah. that are like right on the cusp. Like Disney, you don't you don't think of them right away. Disney does a great job of that kind of casting. I mean, they've done it with Marvel, with all the Marvel movies. Yeah, they really haven't. They well, I guess you can't really. Say they did it with Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor because those were already picked. But well, to be fair, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't. I mean, he wasn't. He was. That was his upswing. Was Iron yeah. Man? Yeah, so. but it's like that was before the Disney. Oh, Marvel. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Disney have done a good job. Like as far as getting like you know you get like Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. um, Chris Evans. Well, was Chris Evans? Uh, 
Chris Evans was cast by Paramount, I think. Okay. Paramount Marvel. But Chris Pratt. I'm hearing a crackling in my right ear. Do you hear anything? No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. Um, Chris Pratt is yeah. another one. I actually that's a I mean, no one expected that. Now he's one of the biggest act, you know, action stars in mm-hmm. Hollywood. You could get uh uh, you get Zoe Saldana to be Demona. Why not? Sure. Or Angela, if they throw her in. Yeah. Save her for the sequel. Or, I mean, or you could just have her be uh, Elisa Maza. Yeah, you could do that too. She could do that. I, uh, and that was another thing that I, when I was thinking about it last night after we kind of talked about this, I was like, that was another huge thing that Gargoyles did. I don't mean to get like all political here, mm-hmm. but there was the relationship between Elisa and Goliath. Yeah. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> Gargoyles lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They lay big old, like not even small eggs. Those eggs are like the size of a basketball. <laughs> Like the size of my upper torso. Yeah, like what? Oh, ew. Do they? I don't even know if they have ding dongs. Like, what do they, do they have? Like reptile genitalia? I'm assuming. You don't know what's under those cloths. You don't. <laughs> they don't call them Goliath for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't really know what gargoyle junk looks like. I don't want to know. Me either. I assume they're like. Well, I mean, if they lay eggs, they probably... Who knows? Platypuses lay eggs. They do. So do echidnas and a couple other weird-ass animals. So you're not all for the, the interspecies erotica of gargoyle and human well, Demona was relations? I like, I like Demona. <laughs> she also turned human. She did during the day, later in the show. Yeah. And there were human-gargoyle hybrids in the later episodes. What? Were there? Thalog... Uh, Genetically engineered uh, gargoyle girlfriend that was half of Demona's DNA and half of uh, Elisa Maza's. That's some. It's some kinky shit. <laughs> yeah, her name was Delilah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there was a uh, yeah, all the weird all the gargoyle clones too. They had like reverse skin tone, like well, it looks like, like a negative image of yeah. Because like, uh, Thalog was like this. Dark bluish. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was like very. He was navy blue, black with uh, white hair and red, red eyes. eyes. <laughs> and like the other clones that he made had like black teeth and black eyes and like other <laughs> just weird, haunting. Yeah, <laughs> very strange. It literally looked like a negative image, which which was a really cool touch. Wasn't there? There was also like, yeah, there was like other people that were genetically modified. Like there was one that kind of looked like a griffin. Um. Well, Griff, I think, was just a British gargoyle. Because, like, the British gargoyles, one looked like a griffin, one looked like a unicorn, and one looked like a lion. Oh, you're right. Those were the play on uh, the griffin, or the unicorn and the lion were the play on the uh, UK's coat of arms, which has a lion and a unicorn on it. Mm, And then um, Elisa's brother ended up becoming this weird... Cat. Yeah, cat gargoyle monster. That could shoot electricity. I was oh. like, geez, this is, this is just getting crazy. 
It did. It well, got, I mean, it, it, went, it went comic book, basically. I mean, not in a bad way, but... It would, it would, well, it was weird because one episode, like you said, you'd have like genetically, genetically, <laughs> genetically modified, like, you know, creatures being made. Then the next episode, you know, you're back in medieval times yeah, with uh, an, an island of Avalon with King Arthur and, you know, or you could be doing shit with, um, you know, or they go to Japan and meet some weird, you know, Japan gargoyles, yeah, Japanese gargoyles, or they could be dealing with, Native American trickster gods like Ki- uh, what was his name? Coyote, right? Yeah, yeah. Or they could be in ancient Egypt with Anubis, or you know, it was they just went all over. It was the place. all over, and they taught about you know they did really cool concepts about different religions, mythologies, technologies. They had an episode where they had to fight off a gray goose scenario in Australia using Aboriginal Dreamtime magic. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a robot suit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was it was really a clusterfuck of really bizarre and interesting interesting ideas. And somehow ideas. it worked. Yeah, it worked really well. Like it all worked really well. Like it had like it just had like this perfect blend and and I, I the more I talk about it the more I'm like I just want to hop online right now, buy them and get them like express delivered to my house and watch them all. I want to see if they're on uh Amazon Prime. Oh. I I would probably snatch those up. That's a good it's a good idea. Snatch up them bad boys. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as if they were to do a full length movie, um, it would have to be done. Oh my gosh. It would have to be done. So right. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want it to be like crappy cash grab. Another one of these, you know, fan for stick type. Uh, yeah. Nineties, you know, franchise movies like the last power Rangers movie, yeah. even though I liked it where like, or gem. Yeah. Where oh, they make it. So sad. And then like, it's just, it's here and gone. Yep. And yeah, it makes a couple bucks in Sayonara. And that might be, I wonder if that might be the reluctance that Disney has mm-hmm. in wanting to do it. Because from what I've been told, or what I've been told, my insiders tell me, <laughs> from what I've read, um, Disney has kicked around this idea numerous times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more desperate they'll, they'll get for original content of mine from Marvel and Star Wars, the more yeah. of a viable option it looks like. And it looks, it looks like this is just getting to that point after solo bombing. I'm like, well, maybe we'll look for something a little different because maybe people are getting a little shell-shocked from the constant Marvel and Star Wars movies that are coming out. This, um, not to, the, the constant Star Wars thing, I think, has, has definitely hurt it. Yes, it's definitely hurt the reputation. People are, you know, starting to legitimately say that these movies are nothing but a cash grab. And, it, you know, when it comes to Solo, I'm inclined to agree. No one's been, oh, I mean, I'm sure there have been people, but there hasn't haven't been people frothing at the bit for a recast young Han Solo movie. No. There was never anything that I was uh, hoping would happen. Nothing I ever wanted to happen, but mm-hmm. yet here we are. Yep. It happened. It happened, and, and it's got mixed reviews, um, but it still did not perform. And I just, I just don't like them applying the whole Marvel method to Star Wars. I agree. It's the movies could almost fit in the same universe. Like you could have the Guardians show up at some random point, and it wouldn't, you know, it's, it would s- seamlessly stream in almost like I, just like the way they're written, like the the like on cue comic relief moments after a serious moment. 
It just seems so jarring to me. It's just like, let's make this as much like a Marvel movie as possible. And just like the idea of doing the Marvel method of like, oh, we can have one come out every year. Yeah. Marvel so far is the only studio franchise series that's been able to pull that off. Yes. And for good reason. Yeah. I mean, they're the, I don't want to say they're the originators of this, but they kind of, the innovators of it. Yeah. At least. They definitely refined it to a science. But I mean, it's they've turned it into a machine. It's a monster. It's literally a money making machine. Where it is. It, it's mass produced, big budget movies. This is they've achieved it. They're the only studio that has. Um, and but though, if Disney were to go and do something like Gargoyles, like I don't know if if part of them has cold feet on the matter, like because it would it would take a lot of CGI. Mm-hmm. It would cost money. It doesn't have and the... Do they think the... I mean, it's kind of like the one, the first step into a big budget Marvel movie all over again, because they're like, well, well, is there enough of a fan base behind it? Exactly, this? yeah. Is there is like We're sitting here and we're talking about it, and I know the response to the article we had posted on our Facebook was pretty good. Like Everybody was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, but would that translate into ticket sales? Mm-hmm. And not only here, but internationally. Yeah, I don't know how big that show was internationally. I don't. I'd imagine it did well in Europe. They love the nerdy shit. Yeah, but I don't know. I I think I here's a here's a a good question. In ten years, yes or no? Do you think we will see this happen? Um. Yes, I think signs point to yes. I hope so too. Maybe just my. Biased opinion. Yeah, my my hoping, my fingers being crossed. But I think this is a really good environment for this movie to get put into motion. And I think if Disney needs to wise up, if they have the chance that they could snag somebody like a Jordan Peele and do something like this, like, do it. I mean, (laughs) he's he's considered very legitimate and, uh, you know, he's... Very well received, critically loved. If they could put him in one of their big movies, that would be a good feather in their cap. For sure. I agree with you 150%. Is it from Tony? It is not from Tony. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, anywho, uh, did you ever, did you have a, a favorite gargle besides Thalog? Thalog was your favorite. Oh yeah. I loved Thalog. Um, I always really liked Goliath and, uh, Broadway. Broadway was the fat one, right? Yeah. Wait, I lied. Brooklyn. Brooklyn was the, the red one. Brooklyn the was the, the, the second beak. in command. Yeah. He always had like middle child syndrome. So I could relate to that. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Cause originally, uh, cause when the show started, like when they were in medieval times, mm-hmm. Hudson was the leader. Actually, I think there was an, another episode where they showed, but when Hudson was the leader, when he gave it leadership to Goliath, Mm-hmm. And then Goliath made Hudson his second in command. And the then, rest were all uh, rookery children. Yeah, and, and none of them had names, yeah. which was, I thought was always weird. Like, Goliath was the only one that actually yep. had a name. 
Yep. No, that's why they're all named after landmarks in uh, New York. Yep. Brooklyn, Broadway, Bronx. Lexington. Yep. And Bronx. And Bronx. My, the, the, the Ghostbusters the, dog. Yeah. Like, so uh, I always wondered, was Bronx like, is he like a different species or is he just like, got like gargoyle down syndrome? Or... <laughs> that's a good question. He's like, he doesn't have wings. He acts like a dog. There's no, you, there's wait a minute. Sir. Are you, <laughs> <laughs> choose your words carefully. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, was he just like a mentally disadvantaged gargoyle or is he a different like subspecies? Because there was a Japanese gargoyle dog too. There was. And there was one on uh, Avalon too. Because like, like humans, there's not like human dogs. Like, no. <laughs> wait, no. I guess, yeah, it'd be like the equivalent of like having like a pet orangutan or something. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, it's like the gar- gargoyle version of apes, but you only sell like one in a group. So like maybe it's just like, oh, this one got born all uh, goofy. I'll make him a goddamn pet, I guess. <laughs> Raising serious implications here. <laughs> Oh, just, you know, just wondering. You got to wonder these things. Yeah. I never once thought about that. I was, <laughs> I was always just like, this hey, it's a gargoyle just dog. This is a gargoyle dog. <laughs> it's a fucking dog. <laughs> it's got a fucking dog face. <laughs> yeah. I just, I was just like, Meh, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Overthinking a little bit. I yeah. Guess. I would say so. <laughs> Oh, no, no. We always intended for them to be <laughs> just, they're just mentally disadvantaged gargoyles. It's in the <laughs> canon. Uh, we're terrible people. Yeah, that's true. At least we aren't filthy, stinking gargoyles. <laughs> good, good God, man. Everyone hated gargoyles. They did. But the last episode, everybody accepted them. Yep. And everybody was happily ever after. Yep. Well, I guess I'd be pissed too, because like they're always flinging like rocks when they climb up buildings, like the skyscrapers. So, well, because they couldn't fly. Yeah, even though they had wings, they could only glide. Yep. So, which I always thought was strange. Yeah. Well, they're just not powerful wings, I guess. Who knows? Do you? You know, honestly, was do you think? I'm thinking more about this. Like, do you think there were like different like subspecies of gargoyles? Because like you look at like Lexington. Mm-hmm. Like he was weird. Like he had like like flying squirrel arms. Yeah, yeah. Like and uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, the ones had some had beaks and, and well, hell, the ones in England, one looked like a unicorn, one looked like yeah. a griffin, one looked like a lion. There's a lot of explaining that needs to be done here. The Japanese ones looked really weird too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something to think about. <laughs> I guess they're just not racist and they don't see each other that way. No. They just see each other as brothers yep. and sisters. And some have beaks and some act like a dog. <laughs> oh, Jeff, this has been fun. <laughs> it has. Thanks for, uh, thanks for talking about gargoyles with me. It was my, it was my pleasure. This Thank is a movie I want to see. This oh, is, yeah. Uh, it would be a dream come true. There's not a lot of stuff where I'm like, any more left to be made into a movie where I'm like, I want to see that as a movie, which is wild to think about. Yeah. Like this is like the, probably the one untapped, uh, franchise. I mean, we've gotten a fucking Smurfs movie. We've gotten fucking Mr. Peabody and Sherman and, uh, Elvin, the chipmunks and several. It's, (laughs) 
so many things, but yet Gargoyles remains untapped. Mm-hmm. That and Mighty Max. <laughs> oh, don't get me started yeah. on Mighty Hell Max. Yeah. <laughs> I could still name a bunch of shows. I'm like, you know, I know it'll probably never get made, but I said that about a lot of stuff that got made into a movie. And here we are. Yeah. I think that'll do it for this episode. I think so, too. Thanks, Tony, for the idea. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome, guys. (laughs) Be sure to follow us uh, on Instagram and Twitter. We also have a Facebook, Kapowcast2015. You can find our show every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, along with uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio. And I think that's it. I think you nailed it. I think that's all of them. You can also send us any questions, comments, or concerns at kapowcastpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon, too. We have different tiers set, so you can go ahead and Hell yeah. leave them tier, uh, leave us some money <laughs> so we can help uh, push these shows out more regularly and do more content for you. Mm-hmm. Also, go check out Tony's trailer reaction to the Dumbo trailer over on YouTube. Uh, spoiler alert, he may have cried. He wept like a little, <laughs> little child. Watched the entire way through to find out. Yep. You don't know if we're lying. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Mike. And I am Jeff. Bye.